Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen. Coming up in, uh, oh, 20 minutes or so, we'll wrap up this hour with Robert Clancy uh, from the Mindset Reset TV show. We're going to talk about not worrying. And by the way, as a heads up, we're going to have a special guest next week. Lisa Jobs will be here. Yet, Lisa Jobs, the daughter of Steve Jobs, will be uh, joining us here on Late Night Health talking about her life and somewhat of the health of her of her late father and his legacy. All right, we uh, go to um, L.A. someplace, and we're going to be talking with a young woman whose name is Jamie Star Crawford. She's a neuro-linguistic programming specialist, and she's going to tell us everything we do wrong as we talk to her today. Uh, Jamie, welcome to Late Night Help. Hi there. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Can you... Tell me, I mean, when you're talking to somebody because of NLP, because of your 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 studying, your education, can you tell if they're, you know, they're good, bad, honest, if they're lying? I mean, from the beginning, is that one of the benefits of NLP? Well, one of the benefits of NLP is to simply understand that everybody isn't communicating in the same way that you are. So if anything, when I approach people or is their language, their view of the world, their perspective. So actually, so my wife and I have determined we don't communicate the same way, and I, I think that's very common in, in relationships. People don't think or talk or communicate the same way. Can NLP help that? Absolutely. If anything, one of the greatest awarenesses that NLP can provide is that very awareness that we are not communicating all the same way. It seems, you know, one of the most obvious things when you do understand that, that we have been somehow miscommunicating a way that it provides a new standing that we should probably start over with each other to see how we are actually defining the world. So in relationships specifically, what NLP is very, very supportive with is getting to the root of how we define words themselves. So for example, one of the most probably, and I hear my mom go on about this all the time, one of the things you hear come up and I I don't feel like they love me. I don't feel like I'm being shown love, 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 love. There's a a lot of different, you know, conversations around the word love and what love actually is. But also, what about the word feeling? What about the word feeling? Exactly. Any word, for that matter. And all the things that come up in relationships, what NLP provides is the chance to say we are seeing even words at a concept level differently. So let's have a conversation about that. It's very, very supportive to get that we don't all see the same words in the same way. I even had a conversation with my friend the other day when she goes, uh, how, how are you doing? I'm well. Well, what is well to you? We have different perceptions on words, even the word, I'm well. Is NLP a lot of work? Because most people understand that one word. And a lot of people don't like that word. 
it has become a four-letter word, all right? And what happens is that people want instant wealth, instant weight loss, instant relationships, because they don't want to W-O-R-K. So one of the one of the coolest things about NLP is that it relieves you of the idea that learning something is work. When you're in the discovery process of anything in your life, and NLP is discovery. Discovery is fun. So NLP in itself is fun. Absolutely, but I mean that makes sense to me. I mean. I learn from people like you when I meet you and I talk to you and talk to other other guests. That's one of the ways I learn about, you know, this wonderful universe that we, we live in. Is that mm-hmm. common? That what's specifically common? Is the, the, that people want to grow, they want to learn, they want to find out and explore more and more. I think generally speaking that people do. Absolutely. I think that at some level, we're always wanting to know more, even if it's knowing more about the other person, knowing more about how to get ahead in our job, knowing more about how to create fitness, how to create health. We're always wanting to know something. So inherently, we're wanting to grow, whether we call it growth or not. Sometimes it's just called being curious. And... The the you got into NLP because, and I leave that as a dot dot dot. Oh yeah, (laughs) NLP found me, and I found NLP about seven years ago when I was in a severe depression. So this was a I've I've, since I was about eleven years old, and for about twenty years I had been challenged with depression, anxiety, panic attacks whatever the gambit that you can name in the form of mental health. What NLP did for me was brought me to my own mind where I created my own depression. It was the most life-changing, lifting experience I could have ever stumbled upon. And it was in that, that discovery process, that discovery process of NLP that I realized how many different beliefs and stories and perceptions of myself that I had no idea that I was creating. And when I created them many, many, many years ago, I created my own depression. I created my own anxiety. So when getting that awareness, getting that understanding, it was like piece by piece lifting off the blinders and since that moment, I haven't had one episode since. Wow. And in fact, I don't feel like it's in my reality that I can create depression. At, at the same time, head. had you tried traditional therapies such as uh, psychology and counseling and things of that nature? Years. For 15 years. 15 years? Oh, Absolutely. my goodness. 15 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had um, a background in a lot of my education also was in um, counseling as well. I, I have a high regard, and I revere very much the, the health profession, the mental health profession, the psychological profession. I think they actually go hand in hand. They very much do, but in terms of like how to get results that are very effective and quick, NLP has most 
effectively supported with that, hands down. There's another part of your background that I, I want to explore, and we don't have a whole great deal of time together this time. You are a practitioner with a background in one, sacred medicine, and cellular mm-hmm. biology and professional counseling. Uh, those are words I don't understand. So can you explain those? <laughs> mm-hmm. So my my undergrad degree is in cellular biology. I have a, like you said, a, when, when we're wanting to learn and grow, I love everything about the body. And I wanted to learn all that I could. I grew up with a number of health conditions, a number of physical ailments, and I wanted to know why. And I wanted to know how to fix it. And so that was my first step into the realm of wellness, was looking at the body from a physical perspective. And as I realized in that physical pursuit that there was so much more to wellness than the physical, what we can see, what we could test for, what we can prescribe, and that was in the mind. What NLP exposed me to was the mental realm of wellness and how my beliefs create my physical well-being. There's a wonderful book by Dr. Bruce Lipton called Biology of Belief. I highly, highly suggest that people out there read it. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, a condition that a lot of us seem to have, you know, increased in this society, and I highly suggest for anybody that has been diagnosed or challenged with the condition of fibromyalgia to really check out that book. And fibromyalgia, a lot of people, a lot of doctors in the past have said it doesn't exist, it's in your mind, Mm -hmm. right? It's not real. Uh, Well, absolutely, and I think that's one of the the biggest constituents right there is that when you tell somebody who is in their world, in their body, in their mind, experiencing that, that is one of the biggest ways to shut them down emotionally and keep them in that condition, keep them in that way, because what they want so much in that moment is for somebody to recognize and acknowledge that what they are going through really does exist for them. Now, one of the biggest problems is the fact that there isn't a physical answer for this. And that's, the, that's where Western medicine stops and other different kinds of medicine begins. And what I have learned in my studies is that fibromyalgia is very, almost entirely emotional-based, emotional and energetically-based. That fibromyalgia is stuck emotion, stuck trauma, stuck energy in the muscles and in the organs. And when it's been lingering there and people suppress that, then that's when they get the physical manifestation of the pain. When you told your mom and family, um, I'm going to become a facilitator of sacred medicine. What was their initial response? (laughs) So sacred medicine is a general term that I use for indigenous medicine. So these are medicines that are found in Central and South America. And one of the modalities that I, I think that is brand, I guess brand new to the the Western world, but very, very old in other parts of the world, mm-hmm. are that there are natural medicines and natural remedies out there that are more effective and safer than a lot of Western prescribed medication. So those are the, those are the 
the medicines that I facilitate with. Got you. And got you. when I told my mom that, <laughs> <laughs> my mom, <laughs> what are you doing, Jamie? What is that? Jamie, is let's that lay down, that? lay down. It'll go away. <laughs> Take yeah, it easy. Yeah, yeah. Just go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. Well, yeah. mom, I have gone to the doctor for 20 years. So we're going to try something different, I said. And it's worked. And it worked. And, and it worked. Mm-hmm. And if you if you if you're working with with somebody, um, uh, and they have some kind of a, a symptom, all right, mm-hmm. can you use sacred medicine to to work with them to alleviate the symptom or even get rid of the the problem completely? So one of the things about symptoms, which is really cool, is that symptoms are messengers. So all symptoms do is tell us that there is a problem bigger than we can see. One of the, one of the places where Western medicine kind of gets stuck, in my opinion, is that they look at the body from one window. And the body has so many different parts of the mental, emotional, physical, and even spiritual components. So how you perceive yourself and whatever spiritual, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, whatever relationship you have with yourself is just as important. Jamie, I'm sorry. I, I hate to interrupt you. We're out of mm-hmm. time. Do you have a website real quick? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's www.jamiestarcrawford.com. Uh, JamieAstarCrawford.com? JamieStarCrawford.com. JamieStarCrawford.com. All right. Thank you very much. I'm sorry we're out of time. Hold on, please. Absolutely. Uh, I'm Mark Allen along with the insane Daryl Wayne. We return with Robert Clancy. Don't go away. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids. And she can give you your life back too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing. And with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright here now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthear.com. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers, with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that that make me criminally insane. Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry and of course the rock stars themselves. I'm the Reverend Al Green and you're listening to The Insane Daryl Wayne. And I said Wayne Insane. You can find it on Amazon or Blackstone Audio. Search for the latest from the greatest from Daryl Wayne, D-A-R-R-E-L-L-W-A-Y-N-E. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne, aren't you? (laughs) 